0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. So hello, and welcome to the caregiver community. This is a place where we talk about the joys and challenges of caring for our aging parents and ourselves. I'm Mark Bumgarner, the Executive Director of Adult Life Programs. I'm here with Mary Mitchell today. I and Mary are one of the estimated 10 million adults in the United States and many more millions worldwide who are adult child caregivers caring for our aging parents and ourselves. In this podcast, we'll be talking about how to identify resources that may be in your community and how to access them so that your mom, dad, or other loved one, and you, can receive the best support possible. Adult child caregivers often are frontline persons caring for their parents. We take care of medical needs from making medical appointments and serving as advocates to managing medications and providing hands-on medical care. Adult children make sure their parents' finances are managed appropriately and that their legal affairs are in order. Sons and daughters do the grocery shopping and prepare the meals, and they clean the house and provide the most personal of care for their parents. They provide transportation and care for them emotionally And caregivers do all this while juggling the needs of their own families and demands of their career, while also trying to maintain their own health, friendships, and community involvements. That's a lot. Being aware of community resources, local people and organizations that can help caregivers provide needed support for their parents and help them take care of themselves, is critical. Knowing where to turn when there's a need is a time saver, but it's also a lifesaver. For your elder loved one as well as yourself the caregiver. Our guest today is an expert in helping family caregivers identify and access community resources. Mary Mitchell is a family caregiver support specialist with the Area Agency on Aging in Hickory, North Carolina. She has been in this role for eight years and is an in-demand consultant and speaker on issues concerning caring for aging family members. Mary, welcome to the caregiver community, We are delighted and thankful to have you here with us today.
1: Thank you, Mark. It's great to be here. I appreciate this time to talk about caregivers.
0: So, Mary, let's first set the framework for this podcast. You are a Family Caregiver Support Specialist for the Area Agency on Aging. What is the Area Agency on Aging, and what is a Family Caregiver Support Specialist?
1: The Area Agency on Aging works within a federal mandate to inform advocate, and plan community services on behalf of older adults. It's our mission to be responsive to the changing needs of older adults, those with disabilities, and their families through a community-based system of supports and services. The Family Caregiver Support Specialist works under the umbrella of the uh, Area Agency on Aging and is dedicated to supporting caregivers with information and resources to help make that caregiving journey successful.
0: So, Mary, how exactly does the Family Caregiver Support Program help family caregivers?
1: I'd like to share with you some of the services that are provided under the Family Caregiver Support Program. Information is available about available resources, to help families in their caregiver role assistance to families in gaining access to services from a variety of public and private agencies and help in future planning needs. We provide caregiver support to help families cope with the emotional and physical stress associated with caregiving. We plan and host caregiver events to help educate families on topics important to caregivers to assist them on their journey such as helping with caregiver stress communication and community resources available to families we also provide temporary respite services through our program for caregivers to give the caregiver a much-needed break from their caregiving responsibilities
0: wow i know personally how essential that is So Mary, do all families, caregivers and older adults, have an Area Agency on Aging and a Family Caregiver Support Specialist in their area, regardless of where they live?
1: Yes, the Area Agency on Aging is part of the national network that was set in place by the Older Americans Act of 1965, a little history there for you, and there are a total of 622 Area Agencies on Aging serving every county across the United States.
0: That's great. So how does the Area Agency on Aging and a Family Caregiver Support Specialist help a caregiver living in a different town or state from their loved one? That's
1: a good question. If if we receive a call or an email from a caregiver in in our area, they may be trying to locate services or information for a loved one in another city or state. We will help them by locating the Area Agency on Aging in that area and pass along the contact information for them to reach out for support for their family member or their loved one in that area. And Likewise, we often receive calls from caregivers in another county, another state, that are trying to help a loved one in our region who's needing care or resource information. We work with them to locate the services that would be beneficial for their family in that area.
0: So is there a minimum age for the elder or caregiver to receive help from the AAA?
1: Yes, caregivers age 18 and over who are caring for someone over the age of 60 are eligible for the services from the Family Caregiver Support Program. And additionally, grandparents are relative caregivers who are 55 years and older and are providing care for adult children with a disability who are between 19 and 59 years of age, are eligible for services.
0: So is there a charge for the services of the AAA or a Family Caregiver Support Specialist? Or how is this resource funded?
1: The um, Area Agency on Aging and the Family Caregiver Support Program are federally funded programs through the Older Americans Act, and there are no fees and there are no charges for the services that are provided in in the community.
0: That's fantastic. So how would families find their local area agency on aging?
1: Well, the good thing is that there are several ways to access the information about the area agencies on aging across the country. Um, For those of you who have access to the Internet, you can Google search by simply typing in area agency on aging. Put your county in that you would like the information from, and the closest area agency on aging information would show up on your search. There's also a service called Elder Care Locator, which is a free national public service of the Administration on Aging, which is an agency of the U.S. Administration for Community Living. And that this connects older adults and caregivers to services in their particular community. Um, I'd like to give you their web, web address. Their website is eldercare, E-L-D-E-R, c-a-r-e dot a-c-l dot gov and i'd like to give you their phone number as well they have a toll-free number which is 1-800-677-1116 and then we're also listed in the phone directory or if or if someone visits their local senior center in their area Um, Our agency partners with senior centers in our area, and they would also have contact information available for families.
0: Well, Mary, while we can't possibly list all the resources in every community, what are some resources caregivers could look for in their area?
1: Well, depending upon each family situation, which every family situation is different, resources in the community could include home-delivered meals or congregate meals, personal care assistance, respite services for caregivers, support group information, which is so important for caregivers, adult daycare or day health services, legal services, or housing and home improvement.
0: So could you give us some examples of how this might help elders and their caregivers?
1: example might include a caregiver searching for home delivered meal service for a loved one to help their loved one to be able to remain in their home longer. Maybe their loved one is no longer able to fix lunch for themselves. We have some caregivers who have called us that um, maybe they are running by on their way to work to fix uh, breakfast for their loved one, but they don't have way to get there during the day to provide the lunch. So home delivered meals would be an excellent resource for something like that to bring the meal to their loved one at home. Maybe if their loved one, their caregiver can't be there to help them with that. A caregiver may be caring for a loved one 24-7, which we hear about quite often, and would benefit from taking a respite from their care and taking a much-needed break. This time away can enable the caregiver to return to their caregiving more refreshed and better able to take care of a family member. Uh, I mentioned earlier about the um, events that I provide in the community and A large part of that, when I'm providing the information, is also making sure caregivers understand how important respite is in their lives. Uh, And I'm sure you see this firsthand, and you understand this as well in your profession, that it's so important for caregivers to take that break and take that time so that they can come back to be a better caregiver for their loved one.
0: Well said. So, Mary, I know the burning question for many of our listeners is, how do they find these resources in their community?
1: Our area, Agency on Aging, can help caregivers and older adults connect with resources in the community to support them in their particular circumstances. And I mentioned earlier the local senior center in your area has information and activities available for older older adults in our community, and they are a valuable resource for information.
0: So many of us count on online resources now, which can be frustrating to find. Are there some good online resources families should know about?
1: Oh yes, there are so many online resources for caregivers and their families to benefit from. I'd like to tell you about several specific ones that um, some of our listeners may be interested in. For families who have a loved one who's suffering with dementia, the Alzheimer's Association has an excellent website with a wealth of information. It's alzheimer's.org. If you will put that into your search, it will come up uh, pretty quickly on your uh, search on your Google search for that. Another excellent website for families that are dealing with Parkinson's disease is parkinsonassociation.org. Uh, I think a lot of families that I've talked with who are... Caring for someone with Parkinson's didn't realize there was even a website that could help them. And um, there are articles on there that could help them, information and all of the latest information about Parkinson's or going back to the Alzheimer's. Both of those have the most current information about these diseases on their websites as well. Caregivers of veterans have a website through the veterans administration. And this also has a wealth of information for them about services available for caregivers uh, of veterans and articles of interest for caregivers. That website, I wanted to make sure that you guys had this was caregiver www.va.gov. And on there, um, there are lots of places on this website to peruse around for caregivers. And if you're just at a loss and not sure where to go, but you are caring for a loved one, they developed this website several years ago, well, quite a few years ago, that um, is dedicated to the caregiver of a veteran. Um, So it has valuable information on it. The Family Caregiver Alliance is a community-based nonprofit organization that addresses the needs of families and friends providing care for loved ones. Again, there are many articles of interest and advice for caregivers that are practical articles and practical advice that caregivers can put to use or to use that information. And I think more than anything, this website shows the caregiver that they aren't alone that, wow, maybe I'm not the only person that's dealing with something in particular. Their website is caregiver.org. And then I also wanted to mention the National Council on Aging helps identify programs that help with expenses, such as medication, health care, legal expenses. And all you have to put in to bring this up is benefitscheckup.org. And that will have a lot of valuable information as well in general for older adults.
0: That's great. So we've been talking a good bit about organizational resources, but what about other resources such as family members, friends, doctors, the medical community, churches, or other faith-based organizations?
1: Mark, you brought up a really important issue here. Um, most, ca- most caregivers do not realize that friends or family are anxious to help them, but often don't know how they can help that's where the caregiver communication can come into play, that I talk about quite a bit in my events and my seminars that I have with caregivers. It is so valuable for caregivers to speak up and share with friends, family, or their church family what their needs may be. The odds are favorable that the caregivers can gain assistance and support from their community if they just let them know what they can do, what they need help with. A lot of times that's what seems to happen is that when we're on this journey, once again, we feel like we may be by ourselves, that no one can help us. But if you, if you stop and look around, talk to your friends and speak up a little bit, you'll see that people are waiting in the wings to help but they don't want to be offensive. They don't want to do the wrong thing. They don't want to interfere. But just the small mention that maybe they could use some help with mowing the grass, picking up some medications, going to the grocery store, those things can make such a difference. Caregivers are often surprised that just sharing with others about their caregiving journey, journey often opens doors to help, of help from friends and family who do care.
0: So what are some signs that would indicate that an aging loved one could benefit from help? As well, what are some signs in caregivers' actions that would indicate they may need help as well?
1: Another good question, Mark. Family and friends may notice their older adult may not be able to take care of everyday activities. As they used to be able to, uh, some examples of this may be, you know, maybe the house isn't quite as clean as someone used to keep it. Maybe they are no longer preparing meals, or you find that they they find when they come by to visit that they look in the fridge and maybe, oops, some some of the meals that I brought by last week are still in the refrigerator and they haven't been eaten. Or maybe they are asking for assistance to drive to an appointment, or taking care of their yard because they are telling someone that they can no longer do it anymore. All of these are signs that maybe um, someone may need to step in or may need to come and see if there's something they can help with. On the other end of this, many times um, a caregiver may not be able to take care of everything. If they're trying to care for a loved one 24-7, they're trying to go to work, they're trying to take care of their family as well, their immediate family, there may be a lot of stress there, and they may not be able to handle all of that. And so there may be signs of tension, stress, not being able to complete their job as well as they would like to. And um, someone may need to come in and help with the caregiver. But once again, I'll do my... um, Preaching about respite, making sure those caregivers know that um, somebody may need to mention to them, it's time for you to take a break and let me come in and help you.
0: You know, having that respite is so important as a caregiver. Can you talk a little about the impact that caregiving can have on the health and well-being of caregivers and why it's important to think about the caregiver's health and well-being in relation to the health and well-being of the person being cared for.
1: Exactly. You're exactly right about that. It's extremely important for caregivers to take care of their own health while caring for a loved one. Caregivers typically give most of their energy and time to caring for their loved one and are overlooking their own well-being. While this is very admirable, doing so at the cost of their own health is dangerous. We encourage caregivers to take the time for their caregiving tasks to focus on themselves by resting and rejuvenating themselves to enable them to be the best caregiver they can possibly be. And they're surprised. I've talked with many caregivers who are very surprised that taking a break from themselves, they actually came back refreshed. They came back willing to take this on and more able to care for their loved one. And it it helps not only them, but their loved one as well.
0: This has been incredible, Mary. I want to thank you on behalf of myself and ACAP, Adult Children of Aging Parents, for sharing your professional and personal insight and knowledge with us.
1: Thank you. It's so nice to be here today, and I'm so glad to be a part of this conversation.
0: I also want to thank you, the listener, for listening to the caregiver community. Mary and I hope that you have learned something you didn't know, and that will help you be a more effective caregiver and advocate for your aging parents. This program is part of the MESH network of online shows and podcasts. You may learn more about the MESH and check out other programs available for free at www.themesh.tv. On that site, you may also send us a question or a recommendation for future show topics using the Contact Us button. We also encourage you to find us on Apple iTunes, where you may subscribe to our show and make sure you receive all future episodes automatically you will find a link to the MESH website on our ACAP Community website. For more information about ACAP Community, please visit www.acapcommunity.org or call us toll-free at 877-599-ACAP and you may email us at info Thank you.